Hi, hello, and welcome. You are listening to the first episode of Shutter Up, my weekly podcast discussing lessons learned in the photography and business world while offering tips and inspiration mixed with a bit of nonsensical entertainment. I'm your host, Randy Kaufman. So for my first episode, I'm going to share my thought process on how it was time to start a podcast. And I know there are hundreds of photography and business podcasts out there, but I wanted to take a different approach. I kind of want to play the devil's advocate. Like for instance, I hate being told I need to niche to succeed in business. Do you know how crazy that sounds to a creative? I have several talents and passions and telling me to pick just one is like, asking me which finger I'd like to have cut off. Personally, none of them. I need all 10. And people like celebrities, they don't necessarily have to niche. I mean, come on, they not only sing, but they act, they sell alcohol and tell us how to vote. Shouldn't I get to get in on some of that nicheless luxury? Or what about the idea that to be a really great photographer or business owner that you needed to go to school? Well, let me tell you, I didn't go to school for photography or business, and I think I'm doing pretty damn well. Basically, it comes down to learning the rules and then learning how to break them to achieve your brand and your style and using it to your advantage. And if I'm 100% honest, besides wanting to play the devil's advocate, it just feels like this is the next step I need to take in my business. And after 30-something years, I've learned that when I trust my instincts, I'm rarely disappointed at the outcome. So what led to these three reasons of why I thought it's time to start a podcast? Well, let me take you back a little bit. See, 10 years ago, I was working as a regional director for a residential program serving adults with varying disabilities. I was sold on that that was my calling in life. And I had just moved up actually from being a team leader to a director when I got screwed over and thrown out on my ass and it literally devastated me. I had lived and breathed that job about 24 seven for God, it'd been about seven years. And I wasn't really sure what to do next. And I thought I still wanted to work with people with disabilities, but maybe take it on a different level. So I applied to the University of Utah for grad school thinking maybe I'll go into social work. Well, another blow. I did not get into grad school. I was rejected and it really knocked the rest of the air out of me. I had no idea what I was supposed to do with the rest of my life. So I decided just because I wasn't going to go to grad school didn't mean I couldn't take some more classes. I had already had a degree in creative writing, but thought maybe I could go in a different direction with a different degree and maybe that would inspire me what would be my next step in life. So I ended up um, enrolling in the local university and got involved with their digital media program. I took a couple classes in Photoshop. I took a couple classes in photography and was starting to feel more awakened, at least in my creative side of things. But the more classes I took, I started to feel it was almost a waste of time and money, especially when I was told by a professor in particular to look up answers on YouTube And I thought, you know what, that is a great advice. So I ended up dropping out of our local university and enrolling into University of YouTube. 
And while I took my learning online, I started looking for a part-time job to help my husband with our bills. I got talked into trying a multi-level marketing business that specialized selling online scrapbooking, but I quit about six months into it when I was told I would only get help and advice on how to market it if I started to sell. Now, if you're imagining that confused emoji, that was the look on my face when they told me that. On a more positive note, during that time, I joined the local Chamber of Commerce, and though I didn't continue with that MLM, I did find I was strangely good at social media and graphic design, and that led me to a job actually working for that Chamber of Commerce. I was also able to put my new photography skills to use, photographing the various events that the Chamber would have, which also led to other photography jobs. In 2014, I left the chamber to pursue starting my own business. I wanted to focus on my passions and build something from the ground up. I rented a small shop on Main Street from a friend, and she really allowed me to make it my own. I painted it, and we put in new carpet. It was only 600 square feet, but it was mine. I finally had a creative space that allowed me to hone in on my photography skills. And I was shooting everything. I was shooting boudoir on the holidays, newborn sessions, high school senior photos, and other types of portrait work. As I worked on getting my footing running a business, I did have to work various part-time jobs to help make ends meet. So for the next four years, it was kind of like I had the training wheels on my business, trying to get everything figured out and what the next steps were to take in my business. Well, in 2018, I guess God decided I was a big girl and yanked those training wheels right off my business. My friend, the one who had been leasing to me, unfortunately, she had to take possession of her building back due to the eviction from the building she had been running her business out of for 30 years. I was completely bummed because I really liked my little 600 square foot studio. I had put a lot of work into fixing it up. Also, I panicked and wondered if losing the lease meant I should give up on my dreams of owning my own photography studio. And if that was the case, then I was going to have to go back to working full time for someone else. And I did not want that. Then I remembered another friend of mine was renting the basement area of her new food pantry. She actually had given me a tour the week before I found out I even had to move. She told me that they had someone who was going to lease the space to put a CrossFit gym in, but they decided to go a different direction. The 3,000 square foot space was rough and needed a lot of TLC, but I remember thinking how great the space would be for a photo studio because running down the center of the basement, breaking the space up into thirds were these massive wood pillars 12 feet apart, and if partitioned, could create several 12 by 12 backdrop bays. Little did I know, at that time, I'd be the one to move in a month later and do exactly that. Moving into a space five times larger than what I was used to was really intimidating. My overhead doubled and I went full-time into my business. No more side hustles to distract me. But during the rest of 2018 through 2019, even though the training wheels were off, I could feel a hand on the back of my seat keeping me from toppling over. I got settled into my new space and filled it a lot faster than I thought. I also ventured into new revenue streams with real estate and branding photography, and my photo booth service was booming. As 2019 ended and 2020 started, I was like, okay, God, let go. I think I got this. But what I didn't see was the huge ass COVID-19 dip in the street that nearly threw me over my business handles. Suddenly, excitement turned to fear. My confidence had waned. But you know what happened? God picked me up, dusted me off, and said, you got this, remember? Skeptical, I did get back on my bike. 
but instead of looking down at the road in front of me, this time I was trying to keep my head up where I could see the obstacles coming and allow time for me to pivot around them. You see, before COVID-19, I had a lot of plans and ideas to grow my business, this podcast included, but I usually talked myself out of pursuing it because I was so busy taking photographs, editing them, or working photo booths, it was easy to say I didn't have time to work on the growth and development side of my business. At times, I'd get frustrated that my business felt really stale, but I also knew that I was feeling pretty content and safe where I was at. Man, it's amazing when busyness is taken away. You're suddenly left with, now what? Well, I had a couple options. Option one was to shut down and try to ride out the COVID storm, hoping I still had a business to come back to when we went back to normal. Or option two, I can go straight on through the storm, come out bruised and battered, but have a better chance that my business was intact and ready to thrive. And of course, I chose option two. My business before COVID-19 will not be the same business that will exist post-COVID-19. And you know what? I'm okay with that. If your business can ebb and flow, you have a greater chance not to be washed away. I'm choosing to be fearless amid crisis. So there you have it, my convoluted thought process in starting this podcast. As I prepped, I listened to several of the first episodes of my favorite podcasts, including the Jasmine Star Show. In her first episode, she shares a conversation she had with her business mentor, James Wedmore, about her struggle starting a podcast. I heart this woman so much and instantly related to similar issues. The biggest one for her seemed to be creating her episode structure, and she worried if the way she wanted to format it would be the right way to do it. James told her it shouldn't matter if the urge was there to start her podcast, then it was the right move and just to do it all will fall into place because action creates clarity. Man, this statement rings true for me. And I'm going to be honest, I've re-recorded this episode at least five times because I've been aiming for perfection and falling short every time. Either it's too long or not long enough, or it sounds too scripted or not scripted enough. I am about done with the whole damn thing and ready to give up, but I'm choosing to take the advice that James gave Jasmine. I'm going to put my first episode of Shutter Up out there completely unpolished because I'm going to have faith that as I take action creating my podcast, clarity will follow. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to the first episode of Shutter Up. I'm sure it was as painful for you to listen to as it was for me to record, but I want to be transparent with you. I'm irreverent often, a no bullshitter, authentically crazy, and honest to a fault. When you do listen to Shutter Up, I want to make you think and laugh, but most of all, I hope when you do listen, you take away something that will help you be a bit more fearless in the pursuits of your passions. Join us again next week when I give my two cents about the debate, what makes a photographer a photographer? Till next time.